Hi there, and welcome to A God Worth Knowing. We're excited to have you join us on today's podcast as we discover a God worth knowing. In our second episode, we talked about relational circuits, the wiring in our brain that needs to be on to be able to do relationships well. In our last episode, we learned one tool to turn on that part of our brain, appreciation. This week, I'm going to teach you a second tool that can also turn relational circuits on, attunement. This one is especially powerful because you can use it to turn on someone else's relational circuits as well as your own. So I'm going to start with a story that will help illustrate the power of attunement. Come back with me 3,700 years ago to listen in on a pregnant teenager wandering the desert. Oh, I am so hot. I am so thirsty. I'm going to die out here. What am I going to do? Huffing and puffing, she had no destination but anywhere other than here. Hot tears streamed down her face as she carried her newly pregnant teenaged body through the desert to escape the abuse she had suffered. She had been given as property to a prominent man who had favor with God. The only problem was that favor did not extend to her. A figure appears as she rests in a shady spot. Could the pregnancy hormones be kicking in? This had to be a hallucination. Hagar, a voice says. The voice spoke with such authority and yet sounded familiar. Where have you come from and where are you going? Honestly, she hadn't thought that far ahead. All she knew was that she needed to escape the drama. I don't know, but I won't be going back home. What happened? The figure asked. You wouldn't understand, she replied. Try me, the figure pressed. Well, my mistress and her husband own me. I was her servant. She's a hard one. She's pretty insistent in her way, but so am I. So I know how to stand up to her. She had this idea that I could be her surrogate because God promised them a child and has yet to follow through. Years have gone by. I mean years. I'm talking about a decade, and she still did not get pregnant. So she had this brilliant idea to use me as a surrogate. But she didn't think ahead. She didn't think about how she would feel when I got pregnant with her husband's child. I got sick and tired of being treated like I was still a servant. We got into it, and I'm here now because I want nothing to do with her. I want you to go back and put up with her, the figure replied. What do you mean? She responds. Who are you? You don't know my situation like that. But I do. Whoa. All of a sudden, Hagar realized, this is the angel of God speaking to me. His first appearance ever made on earth to a single mother-to-be with unbearable family dynamics. You don't get it, she countered. She used me and dragged me into her mess. How am I supposed to go back? I will protect you, he said with compassion. <laughs> Have you met my mistress? If I go back, we'll pick right up where we left off, and this won't get resolved. Hagar, go and return to her. Submit to her. I am going to give you a big family, children past counting, and you are going to have a son. Name him Ishmael, for God has heard you, and God will answer you. 
Hagar's body buckled under the intense mercy, and she said to him, You are the God who sees me. What did you think of this story? Did you notice that God saw and heard Hagar right in the middle of her distress? His response to her was a huge comfort and turned everything around. Have you ever had moments where you went to tell a friend something really important only to be met with silence? Or perhaps you had great news to share and your listeners didn't share your excitement? Or what about times when you needed support because you were on your final thread and folks gave you advice rather than comfort or even worse, told you where you went wrong? In these moments, you need someone to sit with you and give you their undivided attention, right? Where they follow your story and you know, you know that they really hear you. <laughs> I mean, do these people really exist? Well, yes, they do, but they sure seem rare. On the flip side, how many times have we found ourselves doing the very same things when others are trying to share with us? Perhaps you can think of a number, but honestly, who can remember? Were we even listening? So is it possible that we could become those same listeners we're looking for? Well, there are those who are naturally inclined to lend an ear, but what about the rest of us who have the attention span of a goldfish? Is it even realistic to entertain the possibility that we could develop enough skill to listen to others well? and have enough bandwidth, enough capacity to be there for them. Well, it is possible. This second tool, attunement, can get relational circuits back on. As we mentioned in our previous episode, we experience someone attuning to us when we feel seen, heard, and understood. We feel that they are with us and that they care about us. When we offer attunement, we tune in to the other person while they guide us through what happened. We do this by listening with eye contact, mirroring facial expressions, matching the energy of the sharer, and reflecting accurately what they are saying. It can be so tempting to switch into fixing and giving advice when the other person's story particularly resonates with ours. If we could just fix the problem so it can go away all will be well and my friend will feel better and quite honestly, so will I. Sometimes the moments in our lives need validation, not just a dab of Neosporin and a Band-Aid. So what happens when we listen and tune in to a person who is spilling their heart and soul? Well, we create space for them to encounter God. God found Hagar in the desert after her spat with Sarai. By the sounds of it, the story isn't too different from the situations some of us find ourselves in today. Many times, conflicts arise and we go running anywhere or to anything that will distract us from the pain. While God did not wave a magic wand and change everything, he attuned to Hagar. She recognized that he was the God who saw, heard, and understood her. She felt that he was with her. He promised that he cared about her, and that he was happy to be with her. God validated Hagar. He legitimized her. He strengthened her with his attention and presence. Hagar didn't get to do what she wanted. She did have to go back, face her mistress, and submit to her. 
talk about hard, but because God gave her his attention and validated her, she didn't need to continue looking for someone to see her in the reality of her plight. God already had. And just as God sought out Hagar, he seeks us out because we have moments when we need to be seen, heard, and understood, even if we are not aware that that is what we truly crave. So how do we go about learning this underrated yet powerful tool? We will start with learning to attune to ourselves through an exercise that will create self-awareness. We can't give to others what we do not have to give. For example, it is hard to extend compassion to others when we are not compassionate with ourselves. It is hard to be forgiving when we won't forgive ourselves. Being aware of what is happening in our bodies and paying attention to what we may be clutching onto, situations or people that need to be placed in the hands of God, well, this is going to be a valuable tool when it comes to listening to others. Trust me. Now we're going to take a few moments and find a quiet place. Closing our eyes, we're going to turn our attention to what we're feeling in our bodies at this moment. If you're sitting, notice the way the chair supports you and the way your feet are touching the ground. Notice how you are breathing, fast and shallow or slow and deep. How these random itches pop up when you are still. Take a slow, deep breath and feel your lungs expand as you inhale and how your rib cage spreads. We're going to continue to breathe deeply as we now turn our focus to our hearts. Ask yourself, what am I feeling now? Now, this may be a foreign question to you or one you'd like to avoid. Only go as far as you're comfortable for now, but keep in mind that this exercise is experiential. You have to do it to understand it. If you find yourself hesitating, pay attention to your hesitation. Ask yourself, well, what would make me feel safer? Would being with a friend or a therapist help? Now, when you are ready to move forward, pause this podcast, set the timer on your smartphone, and take two minutes to ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? Attuning to ourselves and being honest about any vulnerable emotions we might be feeling will pave the way for us to attune to others. We're only human and we have finite limits. Becoming aware of those limits in ourselves increases our ability and desire to connect with others. We see that they have limits too and we see that we are not made to go it alone. In Hagar's story, she was honest with where she was. She spoke her mind and her heart and made it clear that she did not want to go back. God responded to her honesty with his attunement. He knew that going back would be hard, but he also saw the big picture. Hagar's relational circuits were turned on by God's attunement that opened her up to the possibility of trusting God's promise of protection. Being real with where we are instead of where we wish we were opens the door for us to be grounded in our bodies, emotions, and thoughts. This is where attunement starts, knowing where we are. And that is where God attunes to us. He offers his presence and comfort when we need it most. 
We can also attune to God. When we attune to his heart, we gain a clear picture of who he is, a gracious and loving God who cares deeply for us. That, in turn, brings healing as he speaks truth to us. When we turn to him, we are not ugly sinners who make him shudder. We are beloved children who he longs to draw into his loving embrace. In the coming weeks, practice attuning to yourself. Practice with attuning to friends. And be sure to take the time to let God attune to you and you to him. Attuning to yourself and others can be intimidating at first, and it may take a while before it becomes second nature. But practicing is the only way to become a seasoned attuner. Still finding it hard to quiet? Don't give up. In the next episode, we are going to teach you one more tool to turn on our relational circuits. It's called Shalom for My Body. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time. This podcast has been brought to you by Healing Center International, where we are making joyful relationships in Christ a reality. For more information, exercise worksheets, book references, or to connect with others on this journey, visit agodworthknowing.org.